Welcome to the Business Behind the Scene podcast with Francesca Moy, where we talk all about real business problems, real solutions, and getting actual results in your business. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode number 141 of this podcast, Business Behind the Scene. Uh, welcome and thank you so much for listening to this podcast and to give us feedback and to put questions in and to then join, come and join our workshop, Secret for Coaches. Lots of people are uh, um, listening to the podcast. I would have never expect this podcast to be this successful um, and I'm just so grateful to all of you guys because without you listening, there wouldn't be a podcast, right? Um, one of my mentors one time blew my mind when they said, do you know that a tree falling down in a forest with nobody there doesn't make a sound. And I'm like, wait, what? He only makes a sound when he hits your eardrum. Wait, stop it, what? <laughs> so, you know, it's like the same. A podcast without you listening is not actual podcast. There's no sound coming out if you don't listen to the other end. Fascinating, isn't it? So, um, very, very, very interesting how... Today, I want to talk about something that um, it has been in my podcast lately more because I'm getting more and more and more questions and because we started a virtual assistant agency back in April and we proudly already have 25 clients in our agency, which I am super excited. We previously have trained and and passed on over 200 virtual assistants for our clients and now we've started the agency so um 25 it's super exciting being that we just started in april um so imagine if you you know just start a business you get 25 clients like how good is that and our goal is to reach 50 by december so we're going to be extremely extremely grateful um to be able to serve 50 business owners and then from there i would have to make a decision in business if i wanted to um continue growing it and scaling it or maintaining it at 50. Uh, and at this stage, I think that I would just want to maintain it at 50. So um, actually, I have decided that for, I think, at least six months or so, that's all it's going to be. So we have only 25 more spots to get a virtual assistant, just so you know. So if you do want to get a virtual assistant from us, um, yeah, at the moment we only have 25 spots left. How good, like a countdown starts, right? Before, when we first started, it was like, oh, we need 50 clients. It takes, you know, it's going to take a while. There's no scarcity. But now it's like things get serious. We only want 50 clients, so 25 more to go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so, yeah, so if you've been on the fence and thinking about it, just, um, yeah, jump in and let us know straight away so that we can serve you and find the right virtual assistant for you. Um, which is really cool. All right, so today we want to um, answer some of the questions on um, virtual assistant. And I wanted to tell you that uh, we've been watching these 25 clients working with our virtual assistant, and we know we're seeing ways that business owners delegate to the virtual assistant, and it's just like, oh no, they're never going to get it that way. Like some ways of delegating to virtual assistant, if, if, even if I was the virtual assistant, that, I mean, I've been in business for seven years and you would think that I could jump in in any business and more or less work my way around it, right, and do any task. No, like, I, it's impossible, right? I need training. Um, I was asking one of my team here in Australia, I was like, you're qualified, you've got a business degree, you've got all of these things. If I didn't delegate to you properly, you, I would set you up for failure. You would be failing every day and you're feeling not good enough about yourself so no we don't want to 
we don't want to do that. We definitely don't want to do that. So um, anyway, it's fascinating um, how many business owners don't know how to delegate. So stop doing these things when you delegate to your virtual assistant and you should be fine. So number one, assume that they should know already everything. Like assume that they're coming in. This is fascinating, right? These are virtual assistants. Yes, they're trained. Yes, they will have knowledge, but they're not a business manager. They're not a OBM. Like they're not going to be running the business for you. They're not going to come with like strategies on how to grow your business, right? They're going to follow your strategies. They're going to follow. They're going to be your assistant. So they're going to assist whatever you already have there. Then as time goes by, they're going to add value. They're going to start to bring more things to the table, come up with more ideas, but it's going to take time for them to get their head around your business. So for the first two, three, four months, they're probably just going to be following you and then they're going to start to add the extra value. So the first thing that we need to focus on for the first few months is make sure that they save time for you. That's all. That's If they can save time, that is already a great win, right? So number one is to obviously stop assuming, right? Number two is to don't bombard them with tasks like, okay, welcome here. <laughs> this is the 40 hours that I wanted to do, right? These are all the tasks, right? It's going to be way too much. So even if you think back where you've been, um, maybe you had a job in the past. I've, I've had many jobs. And when I got inducted into a business, they would always teach me one thing at a time. And if, the, if they were teaching me too much, I would get overwhelmed and I would get confused and I wouldn't know how to follow through. I wouldn't know how to um, complete that task the second time around because my brain would have been like, ah, I've got too much in my brain. I don't know what, you, what did I meant to be doing. Where do you want me to start from? Oh my gosh, right? So definitely don't want to bombard them with tasks. I always recommend just use one task, show them one thing, show them properly, Slow it down to go faster. I right? make sure check that they can they know exactly how to do the task. Show them all the variants that's gonna be for the task because it could be that they gotta click here, here, and here. But what if this pops up? What if this happened? What if that happened? I remember when I was working as an admin assistant and they told me that I had to do these orders and then I was ordering, you know, these um uh, new products that I had to order and I had these you know, invoice to follow and I was following it and then something happened that the person that trained me never told me that it could happen and now I stopped. That's it. I didn't know how to continue because I'm like, what do I do? Do I press this button? Do I not press this button? Do I go here? Do I go there? What am I going to do? And I was terrified of making a mistake. So we just need to remember that someone that has started from scratch, they, they just need a little bit of support. They just need a little bit of help to do that one task properly and have all the different scenarios that could potentially happen for them to accomplish and finish that task, right? Number three, give your tasks to your virtual assistant using messengers or WhatsApp or Viber or like just a messenger tool. No, 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 no. It's just, it's just too much. Like even, let, let me give a simple example. The other day with my, one of my Australian team members, again, someone that has been, you know, university and, and they have been around for a while and the first language is English, right? All of that. I was giving them a task via, mess, via, via um, like writing it and 
there was miscommunication so I had to pick up the phone and say hey this is exactly what I want you to do and they're like oh sorry 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 I get it because when someone reads something reading a task is always with their own interpretation and their own map of the world and their own glasses so we need to make sure that we this is why I believe that delegating should be done in video in either a live zoom or in a loom video something that is going to be able to for them to record and watch it back in case they get stuck in case they get lost in case they don't remember what was the next step so never ever delegate but also using messenger and whatsapp it's like what am i sort of never delegate using a messenger we're using typing but also we use slack to communicate to our team it's more is way tidier you're going to be able to search for tasks and for things that you pass on to your team you're going to be able to to um, separate all the different tasks in different channels and you'll be able to cr keep talking about the same things in the same thread which means it's just going to keep things way tidier i just love adore slack and it's free it's free. all right number four don't check the work and they get get angry if they make a mistake it's like assuming that they, you show them the task once and they should just do it. No, 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 no. We need to, again, show them the task, get them to you know, create a procedure from that task that we have shown them how to do it. So when I say show them, it means not just say you should click here and here. You actually do one. So, for example, if you want to teach someone how to put an order for jackets, you're going to go, okay, so this is what would happen. You will get an email with this order. You will have to save the order, so we're going to do it. We're going to save this order in Dropbox, and you save it inside of this file here, and we name it this way. Once we've done this, now we're going to click on this. We're going to click on that, and we're going to, uh, you know, you can see how many you need to order from this order. So you open the order on the right-hand side of your computer. You have the, uh, the, the platform where we order in is here, the logins are here. But we need to actually do it with them show them the full task from from when when how they know the clue on how they know they need to do that to how it is completed and we need to show them get them to record watch the recording back create a procedure from there we need to watch them follow the procedure and if they make any mistakes we need to tweak the procedures and then we keep doing the same thing until they got it right when they got it right this is one task delegated until then, it's not delegated. It means you're just throwing things at someone, right? Make sure. So getting angry about a mistake is something that I also don't really agree with because what's the point? Once you get angry, what, they're going to do it better? Like once they get angry, then what? They're going to trust you more? Like, no, you're going to just put pressure and they're gonna, you're going to you know, create a barrier between the two of you. So my rule is never get angry with my, my team, never get frustrated with my team, and just speak and just talk and just communicate and go like, hey, I am not sure. I'm not sure what it looks like here. I'm not sure what to do there. I'm not sure why you did this, but let's jump on a call and let's talk about it. Never get angry. Just it's usually when they make a mistake, it's usually start from us. It's usually our fault. Tiny bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, number five, find the mistake of your virtual assistant and fix it because it's faster if I just do it. No. No, 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 right? Make sure that you actually don't do that. So we're going to make sure that we get onto a call and we show them why we believe that that's a mistake, how we believe that you should have done it instead. Again, go back to the procedure and see how would that mistake occur. 
Maybe the procedure needs an extra step that you skipped, or maybe the procedure needs more clarity that you didn't put in. Right? That is, it's always from the procedure. Like it's not that they made a mistake because they feel like making a mistake, or it could be that they didn't follow the procedure properly because they thought that by now they knew it, and that's fair point. So we need to make sure, no, no, please continue using the procedure until you have not made a mistake for 10 times. And when you have not made a mistake for 10 times following the procedure, then we can try and and I would love to, you know, to test it. And please let me know when it's the first time that you do a, a follow this task without a procedure because I want to I wanna celebrate with you when you do it correctly. Right? So just make sure that we guide them into what we're expecting them to do. Number six, not giving feedback and get frustrated when they make a mistake. <laughs> so it's similar to the one before, right? So um, don't check the work, so don't supervise them. But then number six is like, give feedback. When we're giving feedback to a virtual assistant, we need to give feedback with the sandwich. So you did this well, this can be improved, and I love how you did this well. So there's gotta be two sandwich it, right? So make it nice and nice and, and um, positive or, or the, the, the second sandwich could be, the second part of the sandwich could be like, I'm sure that you're going to work it out. I'm sure that you can make it work. I'm, I believe that you can do this. But something positive so that they don't feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fired. A lot of virtual assistants, they've got this fear of being in trouble and this fear of getting fired. And we just need to make sure that we calm that fear down. We need to make sure that we make them feel like no, 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 you're not gonna get fired, you're not gonna get in trouble, we just need to, I just wanna give you some feedback so that you can improve so that we can work long term together. And so always have that intention of coaching them and training them and, and upskill them because these people are gonna be with you forever. Like my virtual assistant have been with me for seven years and they are now the rock of my business. Without them, I will probably be lost. And so I want to spend time with them. I want to nurture them. I want to teach them. I want to give them a feedback. I want to appreciate them because the more I do that, the more they're going to bring value to my business, right? And last but not least, number seven, share your next five-year vision with your VA without a clear instruction of what's the next step for them. So yes, you want to share the vision. That is beautiful. But then we've got to break it down into smaller chunks and milestones so that the virtual assistant understand exactly what do I need to focus on the next week. Yes, we want to get there, but right now, what do you need from me? What do I need to do now? And again, you are the leader. You should be the one leading this conversation. You should be the one make sure that the virtual assistant is clear on what are the expectations and what are the things that you want them to focus on right now. One of the big, biggest things that I train the virtual assistant on is in priority. A lot of the time virtual assistants want to please us so they try to do everything and they get overwhelmed. So I always want to make sure that my virtual assistant understands priority. Is this a priority and it's not. And until they understand our priority is in our business, we need to tell them. What are you working on today? I work on this and this and that. Okay, please prioritize this first and then you can do the rest. Or, oh yeah, no, this one is not as important. I actually have something else that I wanted you to do for me today, please. And you just make sure that you, you always are on top of what they're working on every day so that you can actually um, guide them on what's the most priority, what's the most important to do today. If you are loving this, what I share with you today, we have inside of the virtual assistant agency, when you hire a virtual assistant for us, there is an onboarding 
um, actual training that I have recorded that you get access to for free. And this is where you can learn all of these things on how to delegate, how to what pass to what task to pass on to your virtual assistant, um, how to get systems and procedures in place so that you guys can win together. So much more. So if you are curious about getting a virtual assistant with us and you want to be one of the next 25 clients that is gonna um, hire an amazing outstanding virtual assistant from us then contact us find me on instagram it's um, empowering virtual solution and you'll find us in there and you'll be able to send us a pm and let us know that you want to book a game changer call and we're going to jump on a virtual assistant game changer call show you exactly what a virtual assistant could do for your business and how it will improve your business and i just can't wait to work with you thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic week productive super productive put systems in place let's go hey if you enjoy listening to this podcast then you have to come to check out our facebook group workshop secrets for coaches it's a community of over 9,500 coaches that are ready to boom their business by running workshops. They are stuck in one-on-one coaching and they're ready to start to go one-to-many. So if you are one of those coaches, then you have to join us. I look forward to see you there. And hey, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave me a review to win a ticket to one of my workshops. I look forward to see you there.